the topic of emotion and devotion requires some explanation. The feelings that come forward when you are having an emotional reaction to something, be it sorrow or joy, those feelings are emotions. And so a human being has a wide range of emotions they can experience that range from incredible sorrow and uh, grief to happiness and joy that entail anger and fear. Emotions are biological and they stem from the human organisms need to survive. You will be drawn to that which promotes your well-being and that will bring you joy, happiness of a sort. And that which is dangerous to you, you will either feel afraid and you will avoid or you will feel endangered to the point where you feel you must defend yourself and anger will rise. Sorrow comes when there is hurt. The emotion of uh, sadness comes when there is injury that you cannot avoid or do something about. So these reactions are part of the basic uh, mechanism of survival to warn you and to draw you in the ways that will optimize your existence. So emotions, when they are associated with action on that emotion, provide a kind of sentiment. So if you express your sorrow, that is your sentiment. If you express your anger, that is your sentiment. If you tell people, I am very angry, that is your sentiment. But it is really your emotional reaction. At the same time, there are subtle emotions that a human being can have. And these do not stem from the physical body from the physical reaction and survival mechanisms of the body, but stem from the intuitive mind, the subtle 
layers of the mind. These are sattvic emotions. And these emotions can express in different ways, such as uh, a feeling of goosebumps on the skin when you hear something that has an unusual resonance with you. Or um, feelings of bliss, feelings of overpowering joy. There's a bliss feeling. There are a variety of these sattvic emotions that can be had. And they come when the mind, when the subtle layers of the mind are triggered by an internal or external stimulus. Devotion is a sentiment, a feeling of love that is dedicated, powerful. You can say she is devoted to her husband, meaning she will stay with him through thick and thin. So devotion, sentiments of devoted, by being devoted means having a strong emotional attachment that is consistent over time. Therefore you are devoted to a subject of interest. You are devoted to people whom you love. And when there is a that same dedication, but it is to the Divine One, to Parama Purusha, the Infinite One, then that devotion is bhakti when it is to even a manifestation of the divine a guru a a, a guide a uh, deity then that devotion can be called bhakti it is consistent over time an emotion that is not changing but is consistent. And that devotion makes one ready to sacrifice, to dedicate one's life to that to which you are devoted. When devotion is placed in material substances or in people or causes, 
It can be noble when it is placed in a noble cause or when it is placed to serve and help a person whom you love. When the feeling of love Be that triggers an emotional response that is consistent, then you have are devoted to that which you love. When that love is triggered for the infinite, then the bhakti comes. That consistent emotional attachment that strong emotional attachment. Bhakti is never a mild interest. It is an intense love. It comes when the heart is touched. And that is a gift given by the sublime. When you are touched deep within through an experience of the infinite. That is what triggers that dedication, that dedicated love. And that comes through the grace of the infinite one, through the grace of Parama Purusha, who gives that experience to you. initiates you into this love by revealing himself, revealing herself, revealing itself to you. When that revelation comes, it often stuns the mind. You know this is something you are drawn to as you have never been drawn to anything else. When that comes, that moment, then dedication comes, devotion comes, and bhakti awakens. Many people will begin the spiritual path with no sense of devotion, no sense of commitment. They may be committed to meditation or to church or to some form of spirituality that they recognize, not because they have devotion to it, not because they have bhakti, but because they feel it will benefit them in some way or it will bring them social acceptance. They will be, uh, have a better standing in society or uh, people around them will have a better opinion of them. Often for meditation, people want to improve themselves. They have heard that meditation has many benefits Maybe they feel that they will do better at their work or at their school or they will 
uh, have other benefits that will be of great use to them. And so they begin to do the meditative discipline, not out of devotion, but out of a desire to achieve something. It is only when this desire for achievement brings them to the point where somehow they stumble into the experience of the non-ordinary, the experience of the sublime. And that infinite one takes that opening and connects with them. And when that connection is made, a love beyond anything that has been known is touched. For that is infinite one is the very source of love, the very source of all that is. So the brightness of that is beyond comparison. Nothing of this world can have that level of love, that level of brightness. All forms are reflective. And that that infinite one may appear as a deity, as a guru, as pure light, according to what form is the whim of that infinite one. You will encounter that one. And when you do, when you encounter that one, you are changed forever. No longer do the delights of the world hold the same hold on you, for you have seen something greater, something more profound, a love which is so extensive you cannot imagine. And with this, your heart is taken, stolen. So Lord Krishna is the one who comes and steals your heart away. So the Divine One steals your heart away, whatever the form that one pleases to take for you. And when that one steals your heart, your emotional reaction, your feeling is one of love, of extreme attraction. And when that love is there, you can become so ensconced, so dedicated that a strong devotion develops, a strong love, a desire, a tremendous desire to be in the proximity of that beloved of your heart, to feel the presence of that one in your life, and to 
have that sense that the infinite is with you. This brings actions, a wanting to please, wanting to do something that will bring that one closer to you. When this happens, you may feel such a draw, such a dedication. At first, the dedication may be, I am so in love with you. I want you to love me too. I am loving you because I want you to give me your love, to be near to me. But as the love deepens, as the devotion deepens, a point reaches, a point is reached where it is not only how can you give me something I want, but how can I give to you? What 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 can I give to you? And when this sentiment comes, and a little knowledge of the beloved, you become aware there is only one thing that you can really give to that infinite one, and that is your own self. That is your mind, your heart, your body. That giving everything that you are, surrendering it to that one to whom you are devoted completely becomes the only way, the only thing that matters, not because you want to acquire something, but because you love so thoroughly that you want to let go. You want to give, you want to surrender what you are in the hands of that one, in the arms of that one. Lord, not my will, but thine. This becomes the sentiment. What can I do for you? What is your wish? What is your will? And when this sentiment comes, far different from the sentiments of survival, this sentiment is a sentiment of the subtle mind and of the heart. For the heart holds the true key. The heart, not the physical heart, but the spiritual heart, is the center of your love, the center, the core of yourself. For you are an embodiment of love. 
an embodiment of being, of a conscious awareness. But that conscious awareness is not a neutral, impartial existence. It is a love unbound. Not a love of attachment, but a love that just is aware, being. And when you have this devotional sentiment, the spiritual heart awakens. And that love, that bhakti awakens, true bhakti. And there is no desire but to surrender all that you are, all that you have, to the lotus feet of the infinite And when this sentiment becomes very strong, it is not a matter of the intellect, it is not a matter of mind and ideas and thoughts, it's a matter of sentiment. When this sentiment becomes strong, the love that is there let's go is so strong that there is a complete immersion and a letting go of the beliefs the ideas that you have held that tell you that you are an individual in a body that tell you you are separate for the mind and sentiment of this cosmic expression begins to meld into you as you surrender what you have been to that which is. That which is comes closer and closer to you and brings a wholeness of being. You let go of you as you have defined yourself, allowing that one to be where you were, knowing like the drop of water dropped into the sea out of the container it was in. You are one. The infinite alone exists. There is no you. It was a dream. A dream in the mind of the dreamer. You do not have a separate existence. There is only that infinite one. Once the love within you surrenders all of the beliefs in the reality of duality, you 
become one with that which you love. That which you love in a shower of grace consumes that which you have been. And where you have been, there is only that infinite one. This is a process that for most individuals happens gradually, a little bit at a time, slowly wearing down the egoic belief in small self and replacing it with this wisdom, this surrender, these moments where you let go and you let the infinite be. This surrender is the culminating act of bhakti. It is the surrender of duality. Lover and beloved become one. Then that intention of the great that all beings should have opportunity to know their true nature, know this unitary wholeness. That becomes the impetus for all action. For it is not the small self that then acts, but the greater self. You can do practices, the practices to enhance devotion, but in the end it is the grace of the Infinite One which brings true devotion. And this is the culmination of emotion and sentiment into its subtlest function. All right.